Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, we're back at it again. It is that time of year. Merry, backslash, happy, all of the things. <laughs> yes. Right? There's a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, Yule, yep. Solstice, yep. Hanukkah, yep. Um, Kwanzaa, yep. Uh, Festivus. Festivus, Festivus yep. is yep. a thing. Festivus is a thing. Um friendsmas yes for yes. for the chosen family folk um i deserve a little treat miss i don't know about that I don't, I don't know about that ladies you know listen guys we have a lot of work to do i don't think we deserve a treat yet i think i think i think we could <laughs> i'm sorry i think we fix all of the stuff i did a bunch of work today I would and like i to, am getting I, a treat I, I would like to my treat i would like to vaguely gesture right everywhere and then shrug in the form and of say, a room temperature stuff? beverage. Mmm. Room temp. Because we didn't have any ice. Well, our, our ice machine is a bit of an asshole right now. Uh, that's fair. Uh, in who's in? Happy backslash Mary, all of those things. I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. This is Yule 104. Guess what that means, guys? It's the beginning of the 104s because our 104s start with you now um not at the turn of the year a fact that confounds my mind it's because we started this podcast originally in a december yeah no i understand i understand i work here i remember i was there for that it's close enough to new year's it is that's true yeah yeah it's it's just early new year's yule yule years yule years yule years anywho (laughs) uh today for this Yule 104, we are talking about snow and ice magic. So come along with me specifically and only on this adventure of learning things because I have no clue what fucking research she did <laughs> or what we're talking about. Like, I know I'm here for the formation of the idea. And if you're listening to this, that was in a lot of quotes. Uh, but <laughs> and if you're a regular here, you, you know. already know these things. Uh, but yeah, I also don't know what's going to happen as it happens. I just don't remember. It's not worth the effort. And then she's the one who does all the research. So let's learn about snow and ice. That (laughs) is just frozen water, my guys. Uh, Podcast over. Thank you for coming. Done. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The magic comes in the energy of enthalpy necessary to transition liquid to solid or solid to liquid. This is actually a chemistry class. Guess what, guys? Your high school chemistry teacher hired me to teach you chemistry. Gross. That's fine. I don't know chemistry (laughs) either. I'm a physics boy, Ooh, I not a glorious boy. Don't know fen- so, fenestry, chemistry, fenestry, huh? Yeah, I, I, I was just, I was going. I mean, I think we know a thing or two about fenestration, at least the antithetical <laughs> side of that, the D four, the 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 D fin kind, you know, jumping out of windows. Um, so before we get going, uh, all of the 104 episodes, like, get your bodies excited because they're all going to be about different types of elemental magic. <clears throat> that jive with that particular sabbat. Sabbat, yeah, the yeah. season. Yeah, the season. So this one is snow and ice magic. So first we'll talk a little bit about Yule and we'll kind of get into it. So Yule starts on the winter solstice, which <laughs> is actually when we're recording this. So happy What's Yule. What's up? Who do you? <clears throat> happy Yule. Shortest, shortest uh, day of the year. I got to watch sunrise and sunset. We yeah. live in the woods, so... 
sunrises we can see, sunsets, <laughs> other side of the mountain. Can't see that very well here. Yeah. And we're ringed around with trees. So, you know. Luckily, we were on the road when that happened. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and Yuletide typically la um, lasts about a week. 10 days, um, so it usually starts on the solstice and ends on January 1st. Uh, Yule originally lasted about two months, though, yeah. and was anytime between mid-November and mid-January, yeah. but even December through February. Like, you gotta it think in Yule times, on your it was hard to get around. To, get to a place, yeah. right? Like, oh man, it's snowing outside. Guess where you're going? Nowhere. You're going right here. You're staying here. Welcome to this place that yeah. you're already at. Right. Uh, and you might have to wait like a month until that shit broke yeah. or whatever. And then you're like, oh, OK, now it's safe for me to like hike through six foot deep snow the five miles to get to my neighbor's house to be like happy we didn't die in this cold thing. Yeah, there's not a Yay. blizzard, so I can take a horse to go into town and get presents for people. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, Yule time, Yule tide lasted like a long time. And actually, I would, we've, I keep talking about this. Uh, I would love to bring back the idea of Yule tide. Yeah. Hey, folks, we're, let's we're bringing start. It back. Don't listen to her. It's already been brought. Let's keep Christmas and Yule decorations, whatever holiday decorations you put up, keep them up later. Don't put them up yeah. earlier. We're not going to take these down until my birthday, which is the 20th of next month. And sometimes we don't so, take them down until not February 1st. We might not take them down at my birthday. Yeah. It just depends. It's probably going to be February 1st. In yeah. time for in bulk season. Yeah. So um, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, so anyway, Yule was typically celebrated with bonfires and parties and singing and dancing with feasts and you would decorate with evergreens. You would have a Yule log, which is sometimes a confection and sometimes a piece of wood that you burn. Yeah. Um, also with wassailing. If you're a chipmunk or a beaver, it's both. It's both, yeah. Yeah. Um, a tasty treat and a or fibrous a or a, source or of Or I guess a termite. A termite also? Yeah. A wood beetle? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> also wassailing, uh, having a Yule goat, yeah. a Not Yule boar. A Maybe and, actually a boar. Yeah. And, of course, presents. Yeah. Uh, we talk more about <laughs> all of these facets, including the wild hunt, in our other Yule episodes. Yeah. So that's Yule 101, which is episode two. Which Ooh, is boy. introduction to Yule. Let me tell you how fresh... Those babies were who made that <laughs> podcast, girl. Oh so, my gosh, we knew nothing. My, let me tell you what: if the, nothing the else, John Snow in this fucking house. The evolution of my notes has come so far yeah. that I basically like took the notes because I didn't know what I was doing then. Um, I basically like took the notes in a way that would be like scratching cuneiform into clay tablets. And now I'm like taking notes in Microsoft Word. That is like the level of, of yeah. up, oh, yeah. upcycling. Well, and we I mean, done. like, man, we started in like a different position. We used to sit in between the coffee table Very and the altar, which was just like the most cramped place possible. Yeah. We had to record this podcast in like, 29 minute and 59 second stints because I was using my DSLR, yeah. which has limited recording power, like limited recording times because of fucking stupid laws. And yeah. so, so we upgraded the camera and now we've got upgraded mics. So the like audio quality is so much nicer. And like, I mean, I can I can edit this. I can edit this podcast into a YouTube video. 
pretty quick. Almost blackout quick. drunk. Like, also, almost incapable yeah, of seeing. We didn't even have a, we didn't even do like um, Book of Shadows pages for our patrons then. Yep. We didn't even have a Patreon then. Yep. So, I mean, the Book of Shadows pages, they take a little while to get there, but they are fully worth it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like if you're ready for a time, like a, a real weird like time machine thing, yeah. like go, go check out. Experience R101. Which is episode two. Yeah. And then Yule 102, which delves deeper into some of the aspects of Yule. That's episode 28. So it's like a whole year later. And then Yule 103, The Wild Hunt, episode 48. Um, and also as like a fun bonus somewhere in the middle there, Hidden Heathenry and Modern Holidays, we talk about Yule and Yule Tide and all yeah. of those kind of holidays. The sort of modern interpretations of that, as well as like all of the Sabbaths and this being- And all of the holidays throughout the year and yeah. whether or not they have- pagan roots or what wherever that comes <laughs> whether they, from whether they have deep pagan roots or 1965 pagan roots oh boy yeah you know what i mean so, some of these sabbats um, they are ancient to the 60s yeah yeah so all of you checking out those uh those memes those reels those tiktoks about people watching you know, people decorate a tree that has like pagan origins. We definitely talk about what things have pagan origins and what things don't. It's and true. it's actually a little bit surprising some of the things that don't. Um, it's not surprising at all the things that do. It's so true. anyway, that's all the Yule stuff. And we're rounding out Yule with Yule 104 Snow and Ice Magic. So you can elevate your Yule game that much further. Um, so let's start out with Snow Magic. Yeah. Um, so... What's what's that what's that song from Trans Siberian or Orchestra, uh, where that guy's just like snow? I don't even like the sound of it because he's just like a dude who's angry about it snowing all the time or whatever. That it's like one of my favorite yeah, yeah. Trans Siberian Orchestra now, songs. Full disclosure: I had never even been to the snow, physically touched snow until like two years ago. Yeah, it's so yeah. crazy. We don't live very, like it does not snow where we are. We At are all. not snow people, right? I mean, like it has in the boldest Californian quotes, snowed in Sonoma County within our lifetimes several times. But that's also mostly like a light dusting of ice On the in the morning, of hills. right? Uh, or like, or like it snowed and then, but like only if you got up at like five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, did you see that shit? Yeah. Right. We got a few like snowy things, but again, it wasn't always everywhere, right? There are areas like where we live, it, it only freezes like one day out of the year. Yeah. yeah. Right. The temperature drops below freezing because we're insulated by redwoods. Whereas like if you live down in like the valley down in like Santa Rosa proper, I mean, that shit's frozen like every single morning. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I don't have nearly as much experience with snow, uh, but I did look at a bunch of things that other people have said about snow. I have a brief understanding of it. So I've been to the snow a bunch. Yeah, so there's definitely some places where those of you that do have more regular snow can kind of like fill in for yourselves. Yeah, So well, don't fill in for yourself. Fill in for us. Yeah, so fill in for the, me. I don't the, know. The team... Team Horn and Cauldron, right? By commenting or what have you. Hey, snow fact. Yeah. I went to the snow one time and honestly, there wasn't even that much snow. I mean, there was a lot of snow. There was like skiing and stuff, but it I was mean, like, but, like we but it wasn't like soft falling snow. Yeah. No, the snow was already there on yeah. that ground. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um, Shout out to North Shore Lake Tahoe. Yeah. It was a fun time. Yeah, it was nice. It was the only time I've ever been to North Shore. I normally go South Shore. So mm. yeah. 
Yeah, those first never get, been easier to model. get to. Yeah. So snow is interesting because it is definitely part of the water element, but we are not really talking about water magic here in this episode. That's coming later this year. Yeah. Uh, or next year. Later in the in the wheel of the year, that is. So snow specifically is like a very transitory property. It is gentle, but it is hard. It is cold, but it's refreshing. It's pure, but it's also deadly. Well, it it's gentle and it can be hard. Yeah. Like sometimes you can like jump into a pile of snow and like, like decelerate in, uh, you know, in a snow drift such yeah. that you don't hurt yourself. And sometimes you can jump into a pile of snow and that's just a rock. It looks like snow. Quel surprise, not snow. I mean, like it is made of frozen ass water with like air pockets in it. So yeah. it looks like snow, but ooh, girl, that's, it's like stone. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. also too compact a snowball. It's just violence. <laughs> yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can use snow for any magic that's going to be for banishing, cleansing, concealing, consecrating, magic about flexibility, freezing things, of course, halting, introspective magic, healing magic, things for peace or purification, preservation, also rebirth, rejuvenation, releasing, tranquility, and transformation. So snow has a really wide breadth of things that you're able to do with it. And of course, if you have a particular relationship with snow that is not in this list, there's nothing wrong with that. It's more up to you than it is up to me. Yeah. Some stranger well, it, on the internet well, making it, a list. It depends on what your interaction with Is snow like a distant secret thing in the hills that seems fascinating, but you never get to interact with, which is probably yes. closer to like, your relationship with snow? Is snow uh, once a year or once every few years, like long ass road trip to play in that weird cold wet stuff? Um, is snow something that you absolutely love? Is yeah. it something that you despise? Is, is snow that thing <laughs> that you have to bloody dig every single morning to get into your car and it's just like the root of all evil? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or is it some sort of like beautiful, fancy dusting that's everywhere because you live in like one of those places where it's like nice, but not too much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a Hallmark movie. Like a Hallmark movie. So when you are using snow for snow magic, definitely make sure that um, your snow is clean. It is free from debris and is collected from a place free of pollutants. Yeah. Don't be using dirty <laughs> stuff. Just, just, just like, just like water. Like when you're catching rain from like, for like rain magic or like a storm or something. Don't, don't drink that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like, I guess you could Brita it maybe or some shit. You could like put it in a filter, but like, I even yeah, though but there's stuff that, as a high that risk, a Brita my guy, can't yeah, I would, I just, I wouldn't so. do it. Like, don't do it. Yeah. You I know? mean, ideally you would like put out a vessel and collect snow as it like falls overnight. Like, listen, but, everybody's like uh, yeah. caught, a, caught a snowflake on the tongue. Except for me, uh, I definitely have Child done that. style yeah, I have definitely or whatever. Done that. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, everybody else done has done that. Everybody um, me. Thanks. But uh, I mean, and I guess like people who live in like the South where it's too hot, <laughs> right? Where they're like, what's winter? I'm going skiing in the ocean. Yeah, I'm most whatever. I'm most certainly not the only person ever. Yeah, no, <laughs> only person ever. Every other person's got one it, uh, tongue out. But like, that's different than glorping a pint of snow water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. That's, it's a risky, it's a risky endeavor. Yeah, 
Right. It is. You don't know. It is. Now, um, despite the, uh, you know, so drinking game, if y'all are going to be ingesting this snow, play it safe, yeah. play it cautious. Um, and since snow falls already out or already like it's outside, it's already been. Yes. Wow. I just listen, oof. dog, if it is snowing inside of your house, <laughs> that is not snow. And you should talk to a larger adult. Yeah. Oh, man. That one got me. So since snow falls outside, it's already been cleansed by sunlight and or moonlight. So yeah. if you're going for a particular quality, you don't have to charge snow. It's sort of already charged yeah um as it comes down i mean you can really sort of make the same argument with rain also but again we'll be talking about rain later this is part of water magic um and most snow magic uses the melted snow or the melting of snow as the sort of active spell ingredient so sure. you're either using already melted snow or you're waiting for the snow to melt and that's part of your whole spell sure yeah like as this snow melts this spell gets juiced up, bro. Yeah, yeah. As far as preserving snow for other times of year, you can store Joe in the snow in jars in the fridge, in the freezer, not in the fridge. Oof, boy, I cannot talk today. Yeah. Ooh. Chill out, man. Yeah. It's that... Um, Chill out, funk show, brother. It's that drink it's got. It's done got me. So... <laughs> That scissor. <laughs> I shouldn't have done the drinking game, guys. She's getting, she's getting scissor. Up so here. yeah, if you want to store snow for later, or if you're doing a particular spell where you're keeping it long term, you can just store that baby in the freezer for later use. Sure. Uh, and if you want to, if you want to have snow for a spell but don't have snow around, you can also acquire a snow cone machine. It's not really or snow, just, but it's just, close enough. I mean, it's totally snow. You can also just like shave ice, you know, like with a micro plane yeah. or a, like a cheese grater yeah. or like just grate in an ice cube or like a real sharp knife. That's incredibly dangerous. Jeez. But however, however, have you ever seen these absolutely amazing bartenders who take out like a big wad of ice and are just like, bah, 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 cube. Perfect. Oh, so yeah. you could do it, but like I'm it's not just doing unnecessary. That shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and I mean, we we're talking about snow and ice. So if you can't do snow magic, do ice magic. Yeah, yeah. Right. So actually, you know, ice magic is very much like snow magic. There are very few things that you kind of like subtle do as a regular thing with uh, with snow that you can't do with ice. So there are some differences. They are subtle. They are typically small. Um, so if you are like me and you don't really have access to said snow or have a relationship with said snow, then use ice instead for the yeah. most part. Um, snow also has different properties depending on the storm that it fell during. So you've got like your soft, gentle snow. You've got like blizzard snow. You've got like that like magic Christmas blanket of snow. Yeah, like, you like, know. like festive, fun, photogenic snow and then like aggressive. Maybe your whole town is no longer visible from space. Yeah. Snow. And then you're like everyday you know? monotonous snow. Yeah. You've got the, ooh, this might be the last snow of the season snow. Yeah. So, you know, it sort of takes on those qualities. Hail, which is just demon snow. Hail is like demon snow. Yeah. yeah. It hails like <laughs> a lot. Here. It hails here for sure. We get a lot a of hail. Lot. Yeah. It's and like real aggressive hail too. Sometimes. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like it won't hail for a long time. And then the hail is just like, we've waited. 
Like three times a year. It's gone like, has called for eight. We're it's go time. Yeah, somebody up there is just emptying out ice containers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you can use snow in a ton of different ways for spells. Really, you can sub snow in sort of for any spell that you would use for water. Um, but you can also use snow as an offering, yep. if especially if you have somebody particularly well suited to snow, and we'll talk about that later. Um, you can build a snowman or a snow sculpture outside of your home um, as like a protector or even as an artsy sort of offering. Yeah. So if you're building a snowman or making a snow angel, why not put some magic into it? Make it protective. Make it whatever it is that you want it to be. You could also a snow eldritch abomination. Yeah. Let me tell you, a snow the, demon? The, 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 the snowmen that we would have if it snowed near us would be nightmares to look upon. They would be absolutely 12 yeah. armed, six feared eldritch abominations of snow. Yeah, we would be man. Our house is already creepy. <laughs> it would, yeah, it would be worse. <laughs> By a it would huge be margin. Significantly worse. Yeah. Uh, you could also anoint yourself with snow or snow water um, to take in some of the properties of snow. So if it's a particularly beautiful and peaceful snow and you feel like you need that kind of like stillness in your life at that moment, like grab some of that snow, anoint it on you, your forehead, your cheeks, you know, your nose, wherever you think kind of like makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, that's a particularly fun one. I like that. Yeah. Do a snow <laughs> ange. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. Anoint the whole body. Yeah. That is like a, a whole body anointment right there. Yeah. <laughs> Baptism by snow. Yeah. <laughs> you could also make a snowball and charge it with like a habit that, or somebody in your life that you want to get rid of and then throw it as far away from you as you possibly can, except maybe don't throw it at a person. Um, or something that would break, but that's yeah. a great way to do, to get rid of something. You're just going to yeet that thing out of your life. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. It's also a good way to get some of that like angst and anger out from a purely like psychological mechanical way. Oh yeah. So, just like wing a thing safely, um, in a proper direction. But yeah, as, always works. as hard as you can, but also not so hard that you're going to hurt yourself. We know. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't we throw, know your aging don't, body hurts. Don't, don't throw your shoulder out trying to <laughs> bloody wing a snowball, my yeah. dude. Right. You skip a rock and you're just like, well, I'm going to sit down. And maybe we get, maybe we get somebody else to take me home. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, tore my rotator cuff doing, uh, doing a snowball, <laughs> doing a snowball spell. Yeah. Um, that would be awful. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, it's also really common to fill a vessel with snow and charge it with whatever sort of worry or anxiety you're carrying and just let it melt. And as it melts, that worry, that anxiety is melting away with it. And by the time it's all melted, it's gone. You can also do this sort of melting thing with um, with either ice or snow as part of a divination sort of thing, because typically when you're melting ice or snow in a vessel like a bowl or like a glass or whatever, you'll get like shapes out of it. So you can use that as a divination type of thing and do a little bit of ice divination, a little bit of snow divination there. Yeah. <clears throat> If you have made sure that your snow is safe, <coughs> you can put it into a ritual bath. Yeah. 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 Or just fill a bath with snow and just get into it. I mean. Like an outdoor, like an outdoor thing. You could. You know, like if yeah. you have a kiddie pool, 
Just like set that shit out and collect a bunch of snow and then just like put on a swim trunks, get in there. Do that cold plunge thing. Yeah, cold plunge yeah. thing. It's supposed to be fantastic for you. Oh my God. It's the health benefits are supposed to be so good off for the you to do ice baths. Yeah. I'm, I want it. I want it so bad in my life. Yeah. I'm a person that takes a really hot shower and then right before I get out switches to like cold water to like rinse everything off and then I'm out of the shower. Yeah. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. Unless Plus it sets sick. your body to expect it to be cold water cold. And then when you turn that shower off, you, the room is not that cold. And you're like, what's up? Who do who? Yeah. I got this already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so fantastic. You can also use snow to cleanse your sacred space or your home. Really fantastic to do there. Um, you can make another snowball and charge it with the attention, the intention of something that you want to attract. But this time, instead of yeeting it, you're going to put it on the ground and roll it downhill, down a, a small slope. Um, and as it grows, so does your intention. So does your abundance. So if you're doing this but as an abundance make sure spell, you're not doing this towards a road or oh my gosh, a person yeah. or a house. Like do this in a responsible way, man. I don't want to see like a, you know, bloody Mack truck was knocked off by a snowball driving down I-10 or some shit, you know? That like, like fell out of somebody's like pentagram. Yeah. <laughs> Just big old snowball sweeping yeah, cars yeah. off the road. I play Katamari Damacy. I know what we need to be afraid of. <laughs> so like, that's a really fun way to do that. I love that like snowball abundance thing. Yeah, I would say it. bonus points if you are using this for your spell and then you end up making a like snow person out of it because then it's just going to like hang out. Yeah. Like roll it down the hit, roll it down like a gentle slope and then like make a few other balls and like stack up. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, um, like a stacking effect, literally yeah. a stacking effect. Yeah. 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 Um, you can also use uh, snow to draw sigils. Um, so you can have a ton of fun with your front yard in a place that's snowy with some sigils. Totally. Get wild with it. Totally. Uh, I highly recommend the uh, Sorcerer's Screed book if you're going to go for like big lawn big, sigils. Big sigils? Yeah. It's an Icelandic book of spells. We recently talked about that in an episode uh, and it was the curses episode and it's got a ton of like sigils in there for a variety of different things, not just curses. Um, and uh and it, there, some of them are pretty like intense and yeah. uh, I feel like would be very fun to do in like a large scale like that. Totally. But you, of course, you don't have to do a large scale if uh, if that's not something yeah, you, you just want draw to with do. Your finger, you can like walk the path. Um, if you're if you're doing a sigil, even if it's like a simple sigil, even if you're just doing like a single rune in your backyard on the grass or whatever, like in like a, a thin amount of snow, if you walk the sigil, like make a path so you can walk the sigil like like off of your patio in through the grass and then back onto your patio then you can always stack multiple runes together and kind of like build your own sigil that way um you can walk it multiple times which will not only set it in more but acts as a sort of walking meditation this is a very common thing uh you see this in like a lot of cultures uh, both historically and modernly, yeah. it's the same idea as uh, prayer labyrinths yeah. or prayer spirals that you see sometimes in front of like old churches. Yeah. Right. There's so, actually a prayer spiral thing, that meditation path that you can walk outside of a hospital locally. Yeah. 
Um, so it's interesting. Um, it's particularly in front of the surgery ward of the hospital. So that's a wild one. But yeah, get wild with some sigils. Also, if you're in a bit of a closeted area or closeted yourself, you can, of course, draw things that are symbols of the season, yep. which also have some sort of symbolism. Yeah. Um, I mean, or, listen, a fake vizier and egg jamia look a bit like a snowflake. They look like snowflakes. If anybody's asking any sort of a thing, and frankly, if you're doing it, snow's going to erase it. So don't even worry about that. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of it. It's very temporary. Uh, and you can also make snow candles. Asterisk. This is one that I read about a few times. And this requires you to like get wax and melt it and stuff. So be safe. You're an adult. Oh, you're actually using wax. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Be safe. You're an adult. Don't do dumb things. But basically to make snow candles, what you do is you get some melted wax. You melt some wax in a double boiler. That's mm -hmm. the best way to melt wax. Uh, and then you get like a wick. Uh, don't use just string. Don't don't do that. Uh, and then you dig a little hole in the snow, how whatever size you want your candle to be. I saw people doing them in like the shape of like a bowl. So it's like a very wide candle. Mm -hmm. I also saw people doing them like thin, like taper candles or larger, like pillar candles, whatever shape you want. You put the wick into the snow hole and then uh, you pour the wax in. And then once the wax has cooled, so this is usually something you're going to want to do overnight, um, you take it out and you bring it inside and let the snow melt off like in the sink or in a bowl or whatever. And then you can burn that candle. And now that candle takes on some of the properties of the snow, some of the properties of the spell that you want. This so this is, is a cool. very cool, very versatile thing. Again, just be safe. Yeah all of the things associated with that. Um, and because we're mentioning it, um, I feel obligated to say this out loud. Hey, don't do the orange candle wax thing. That's not safe at all. There's like a very popular trend that you see around this time of year where in witchy circles where it's like, oh, you want a great Yule candle? You want a great winter candle? Just cut an orange in half and hollow it out and then fill that with wax and then burn it. Don't. Uh, orange peels will 100% act as a wick. Yeah. Uh, as well as the oil in an orange peel. Orange oil uh, is like uh, zesty in fire. Yeah. <laughs> is the best way I'm going to put that. If you've ever like done the like, if you have a candle going, you can like take a piece of orange peel pinched in your fingers yeah. and like squeeze it and it'll like make a little like spurt and yeah. then it'll like catch and burn because of the orange oils and such like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's super not safe. I mean, I guess if you have like a big fireproof thing, like if you have like a candle uh, cast iron and you want to do it in that. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. do not leave it. Like, do it in a fire pit, yeah. but it's definitely a watch. Like it's a fun, it's a fun project if you're doing it safely and appropriately, but you also need to like keep an eye on it and monitor it, or it can very easily get out of hand. It's the same thing with like um putting potpourri in a candle. Don't do that either. Like, yeah. like, can you do it safely? Yes. Is it also easy to do it and then you have a fucking jet engine? Uh yeah, yeah I've literally done that before. So uh and I've I've been making candles my entire life. So yeah. just the tiniest miss. Uh, like uh, like misplacement of potpourri and then it touches that active fire and it acts as second significantly more violent wick. 
Yeah. So with snow candles, John Wick, they seem you know. very fun. I'm very hype about this idea. Um, if you try it, I would definitely love to see what your snow candles look like. Of course, when you like set it on your surface or whatever, just make sure that that's also not going to like light on fire. This candle's going to yeah, like, put it in a fire safe receptacle. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a ton of uses for snow for you. Yeah. I think that this gives a really great way to do a bunch of small spells with snow, yeah. as well as sort of gives you ideas for ways that you can incorporate snow into the larger, into your larger repertoire of magic. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So let's move on to ice. <clears throat> ice, like I said before, you can use a lot of the snow stuff for ice. So we're not going to talk about that stuff uh, because we're not going to repeat. It. Yeah, well, I'm not going to repeat all that. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Um, so just use your imagination there. Now, there are some differences with ice, really not that many, but we're going to go ahead and go over those. So ice magic is a little bit more harsh than snow magic, um, but it can be made by anybody and any time of year, which is particularly nice. Um, and even though ice magic is a bit more harsh than snow magic, I feel like it has more versatility because of the nature of ice and because you, um, you can basically get it any time of year. And sometimes ice is fantastic during the summer. Whereas when you think of snow during the summer, not necessarily the same. Vibe. I mean, snow during the summer seems like you're either not in the right place, you don't know what time of year it is, or something <laughs> very terrifying is happening, right? Yeah, like we've seen the we've seen the movie where they're like, "Oh, I'm on the beach. What is all this snowing all of a sudden? What's happening?" Inevitably, apocalypse. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're not talking about that. Um, but like, yeah, sure, ice because we're we have the magical power to create ice yeah. with machines now. Like that's available all year round. You go to you go to a gas station, get a twenty pound bag of ice. Yeah, you know, easy like that peasy. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ice magic, I think, has um, some really interesting differences than snow, um, and in particular, you can use ice magic for barriers, creating barriers or boundaries, <laughs> for cooling off situations. You can use ice magic to control, to help with concentration and focus. You can also use it for healing. Uh, for patience, preservation, protection, purification, refreshing. Ice magic isn't all about winter. Ice magic can absolutely be used any time of year. It can be used to release. It can be used to put things in stasis. It can be used to help give you stillness inside if your mind is racing. Um, you can also get strength and transformation magic um, out of ice. And of course, anything else that you can think of that ice has a particular quality of for you. Yeah. Yeah. So the most common things with ice magic that we have not already talked about is um, is the freezer spell. So the freezer spell, a very common magical thing associated with ice. You can use freezer spells to freeze or bind someone in place. This is typically the like most common way that you see this talked about to freeze someone, to bind someone, to get someone to cool off and basically go away. So essentially to do a freezer spell in this manner, you would put that person's name on like a slip of paper or something like that. And then you would put pour water around it, put it, in, you know, you put it in like an ice cube mold, you pour water around it and you let that freeze. And then you keep that in the freezer 
however long you're going to keep that spell yeah. in the freezer. Hard recommendation. Don't put glass in the freezer. Don't yeah. put it in a pint glass. You can put it in a plastic sippy cup or something. You could put it in like a silicone ice mold or something. Yeah. But glass, ugh, it has a tendency to break in the freezer. Yeah. Even like an, even just like an open top pint glass. Oh, absolutely. I have literally yes. broken pint glasses in the freezer yeah. before. Yeah. So if you are going to do the freezer spell, um, First of all, it doesn't need to be a giant cube of ice unless that's like what you want. Yeah, unless you've got um, a lot of thoughts you got to put on that huge ass piece of paper. My yeah, dude. But, and, and you might. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Or you want to put like herbs or whatever in there. Make sure that you know what ice cube that is. Yeah. Make sure you know what frozen <laughs> yeah. thing don't, that don't is. Don't make a bloody cocktail with that later on, my dudes. Yeah, don't accidentally pull out this weird bag of water for that you don't remember why it's in there. Put it in a specific place in your freezer and label them if you can. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now you can also use these freezer spells to do other things too. It's not just this type of magic. Um, freezer spells can also be used to slow a situation down. Maybe you're like in a situationship with somebody and they're catching feelings, but you're not quite feeling feelings and you want to slow the situation down because you don't want to stop the situationship. But you don't really know where it's going. Yeah. So you can use a freezer spell for that until you're ready to let things speed up again. Um, you can also use it to preserve a situation um, or a thought or an idea of some sorts. Like you're particularly content with something in the way that it is. You can put that in ice and that's just going to stay frozen like um like, like ice. a like ice like a caveman in ice yeah that's that's not how that works like that movie with brendan fraser and he's the caveman he was in ice in say no man no brendan fraser was in um that caveman movie in the 90s where he was the caveman mm -hmm, mm -hmm, who was taking have you not do you not know no, what know, this I is i totally know what you're talking about I'm just oh geez okay i was like yeah. oh my god we're getting about, a divorce man. right now like, so divorced right now <laughs> yeah you were like like also how we find cavemen yes also how we find real life cavemen yes yeah. um and of course you can use freezer spells to isolate a situation as well or a thing um so it's not so you can use it for a variety of different things. Now, when you are putting together one of these spells, huh, you're going to want to decide how long you'll keep that spell in the freezer. How long? Yeah. <laughs> Is you can also kind just of a wait till it's, You can also just wait till it's frozen. And then like that spell's done. And then just like set that shit in the sink and let it melt and then throw out whatever debris you have. Yeah. You know, so it don't got to like stay in there forever unless that's like the nature of that thing, you know? Yeah. That, like whatever slice of wedding cake in the back of a freezer tradition, whatever yeah. that nonsense is. Oh, it's gross. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, don't eat it. I mean, <laughs> you can keep it. the cake slice preserved it's in not, ice. Don't, don't. It's unnecessary. Beauty, I think, is maybe what that's about. I don't know what it's this is It's definitely about. not for beauty. I don't, I don't know it's what this is. It's for good luck and you're supposed to thaw it out on your first year anniversary and eat it. Ooh. And it's gross. I did that one Ooh. time. It was, I don't recommend. Ooh. Don't eat year old cake. That's Freezer obviously burn. dumb. Wedding cake is not really made to be frozen. No. Oh, yeah. Just, woof, boy, it does not, does not help, does not give yeah. good luck. Hey, our wedding <laughs> cake of those would things. not have froze. 
It would not have. It had too much boost. It had too much boost. <laughs> and sugar. Yeah. It had too much syrup in it. Yeah. So freezer spells, you can do a ton of stuff with. Uh, I do recommend that if you are using a freezer spell, think about the consequences of this spell before you do it. Freezer spells, especially those that are used to have to bind someone in place or push someone away, do tend to have a sort of feedback loop that is not always the thing that you want it to be because when you are freezing things sometimes you're freezing them in place and that keeps an antagonistic situation right there where it is and sometimes when you're freezing a bad situation that person is going to be like "Ooh, cold no i don't want this go away um and that's not because your magic is backfiring that's not because you did quote unquote, black magic or curse magic or hex magic. And that's the threefold law. None of that. Yeah. Although we did just recently do a podcast episode about that. You should check that out, bro. Yeah. We actually go way in depth on that sort of stuff um, on curses and hexes. Um, So definitely listen to that. Undo some of that, like (laughs) some of that false information out there. That that 1980s movie magic. Yeah, exactly. So use a freezer spell. They work fantastically, but... Make sure that you think about the purpose of your spell before you do the spell. Don't just go freezing people willy nilly because, first of all, then you're going to have a freezer for a st- full of stuff. Also, we already learned about this bad cream? guy. He was played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Batman kicked his ass. Listen, you can't just freeze people willy nilly. <laughs> all right? Like, I know that your no. wife is frozen, but like, you're going to get kicked. You're going to get your ass kicked by a billionaire who's exactly. got a bat punch on. Yeah. Yeah, that is the most common ice spell that I found out there. That is wasn't ice to meet you? that wasn't yes, that ice. wasn't just like you know melt, let it melt, and as it melts, a thing happens, right? Mm. So the freezer spell, most common one. Um, this one, this next one is like I I can't really say second most common, but I really fell in love with it. The visuals on point, the idea, fantastic. So we're going to talk about an ice candle spell. So this is not making a candle in ice, like how we talked about snow candles, but this is freezing a candle in a block of ice. So you can use this to sort of thaw feelings. Um, You know, maybe you've got somebody in your life that you can't really get rid of that's just kind of mean to you. So you can use this spell to warm them up to you. Uh, You can... um, sort of use this for patience or keeping hope alive or for releasing things. Um, And of course, anything else that you can think of, because basically what you're doing is you're taking a candle. So I recommend a smaller candle. Like a um, tea light, maybe? Like a tea, not, no, not a tea light, like a birthday candle. Or if you have a, like, in California, we have Asia Marts everywhere, right? So if you're in California, you'll probably understand this. You can just go to the Asia Mart and they have like these packs of like red candles um, or white candles sometimes that are like about a half an inch in yeah, di- like, about like, a half an inch in diameter. Like, like three eighths of an inch in diameter. Yeah. And uh, they're like maybe like five or six, five inches, or six tall. inches tall. Yeah. So, yeah, they are significantly cheaper than if you were to candles. buy candles, candles from like a spiritual shop. But yeah. you can certainly use those kind of candles, too. You could use a taper candle if you want, but you're not necessarily going to want a whole taper for this spell. This works best with sort of a shorter candle. Um, and what you're going to do is you take 
the most basic form of this is you take your candle, you stick it into like melt a little bit of wax on the bottom, stick that baby into a vessel used for making ice. These are particularly good with the like large silicone block ice cube molds. So you pop that in there, throw that baby in the freezer, give it a little bit of intention. And then when that thing has frozen, you take it the out. Water. The water. In the you, ice tray. Yes. Okay. You take out the candle frozen in the water in the ice tray and then basically start your ritual spell. And light the candle. And light the candle. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, don't get your wick wet because uh, the wick obviously will also wick water and then you will not be able to light that wick properly um, because, the you know, obviously you're putting it in the freezer while the water is still water before yeah. it turns into ice. Uh, so there's that. And also you you want it to not be a situation where like you're lighting a candle and then the ice is like melting and pouring into the candle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And putting the candle out again because you're never going to light that candle properly. Again. Yeah. So. Yeah. So with this one, um, ways that you can kind of modify it is by adding like herbs or food coloring to the water for part of your sort of intention bits. Um, And And then obviously burn this in a tray deep enough to retain all of that uh, water and also fireproof because the candle's going to get hot. So that way... Don't um, put this in a paper cup. (laughs) So that way you don't just like make a wet mess everywhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Obvi. Now for... All of these spells, because we're not really talking about history of ice magic and snow magic, because we don't really have history to go on here. There's no capital H history. There is no like weird historical facts for this sort of thing. I looked at a absolute ton of blogs and vlogs and TikToks and reels for this stuff. And some of the ones that I particularly liked um, had fantastic ideas for spells. Uh, So if you're interested in more like ideas for like a spell or you want more concrete information to make a spell out of, or you want to lift words for a spell, um, you can find those blogs in the source list that is in the description. Um, So these are not, I am not affiliated with these people i just like their stuff mm-hmm. so definitely check that out if you want to learn more a lot of these people are from places where it does snow um so you've got that there's a few people that are particularly interested in using graveyard snow for magical things so if you are a graveyardy person and i know there's at least one of you out there um this is a really cool and very respectful way to use graveyard snow and uh hyper dig it yeah. So, yeah. So that's ice and snow magic. Um, so I kind of want to move back a little bit and talk about Yule because this is Yule 104. Ice and snow, definitely a part of this sort of season that we're in. But that's there are other themes for Yule that uh, I think are particularly nice. And I want to sort of spend a bit of time with each of these 104s talking about the themes for the season. And I've actually thought about this a lot. Um, so at the beginning of this episode and in some previous episodes, we've been talking about don't let Christmas go too far, you know, too far backwards in time. Christmas comes after Halloween, not at the same time. And I think that that's a really important thing. Don't let Christmas push early. Yeah. I think that that's a really important thing that I'd really like people to sort of think about. And this is something that... 
that I feel like in the 70s when all of these like wheel of the year sabbats were created um, that they were trying to embody and maybe they didn't do them all the way the right way looking at you mebone um but like i feel like they definitely had some of the ideas there that were really fantastic that i think that we can kind of like latch onto and that's finding ways to honor the season we talk a lot about finding ways to live with the seasons in our mebone 103 episode living in harmony with the seasons of course links to all of those episodes in the description um, so that you can check those out. But I think that it's important to sort of think about that as we're going into the next year. Winter is typically a time for shadow work. And a lot of people are like, oh, gonna get my shadow work done. It's solstice season. There's less sunlight than there is nighttime. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. If you want to do shadow work this time of year, absolutely go for it. However, I mean, because you can do shadow work anytime. At yeah. any time of year. And you should do you it. You should. However, um, I think that from Yule to Imbolc, the next thing in the wheel of the year, I think that we should minimize shadow work. Be done with your shadow work. If you felt like you needed to do shadow work this winter and you haven't even got a chance, guess what? I'm giving you a pass. You don't need to do shadow work. And we're going to talk a little more about doing shadow work in Samhain 104 um, and more in the fall as we get towards getting towards that side of the season. But um, we're already at the darkest part of the year. And this is a difficult time for a lot of people. Maybe it's a difficult time because you have to deal with family that you don't like or that doesn't like you or that you don't get along with. You, um, you know, it's a particularly dreary time of year where we are. We already mentioned it doesn't snow. It rains. Not everybody likes the rain. Not everybody likes the dark. They're wrong. The dark and the rain are fantastic. But <laughs> yeah, not fine. everybody likes the rain. Not everybody likes the snow. Not everybody likes the dark time of year. There are definitely people who are summer people. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. There are certainly ways that you can live in harmony with the season, but that doesn't mean you can't have a favorite season. And this is also a time that a lot of people have seasonal depression because of the lack of sunlight and the lack of being able to spend time outside. So what I am positing for all of you se listening. Se seasonal affect disorder. Yeah. Which is an acronym that also says sad, sad which is just. It's so it's it, so silly. It's so funny. It's not silly because like, I, I don't mean, believe it. Like, it's just like, silly like, because they're like, like we're going to call it sad. Yeah, see, see, seasonal sadness is not the funny part, but the fact that they named it sad is science humor. It is. Uh, and it's not a new thing. Sad has been happening since before we had that acronym. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that's why like in places that do long bouts of darkness, you have light therapy and things like that. Yes. And why? Things like Yule celebrations are all about lights. Why do you think we have tons of Christmas lights and tons of candles and all of that thing this time of year? It's to brighten it up. So my homework for you, dear listener, um, is during Yule season, from Yule to Imbolc, you're done with shadow work. Don't beat yourself up about it continually. You don't need to do big deal stuff like that. There's a lot of people that feel sad this time of year. And if you're one of them, be gentle with yourself, like softly falling snow. It's we're already here at the dark part of the year. Let's let in some light, right? So 
what I recommend for you from Yule to Imbolc is to rest. Rest. Yeah. Watch that TV. Hallmark, Take, Hallmark is pumping. Hallmark is pumping it out. Out. All of the streaming movies. services are pumping My out dude. movies. Yeah. Like rest. Ingest content that you enjoy in a way that you enjoy it. Allow yourself time to sit still and watch the weather outside. Take some time to meditate. Many of you listening have come to us and said, "I it's really hard for me to meditate. I can't slow down my mind. And I get it. I absolutely get it um, because I feel that way too. And when I don't meditate often, it's so much harder to get back into it. So try to make a small meditation practice that you can get it bigger and better. It will help your magical practice. And there's a ton of other benefits too. We even did a whole episode on meditation. Um, you can also, if you have um, hands that need to be busy, like mine, you can learn a slow craft. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a slow craft is? Like um, my guitar gently weeps. <laughs> right? Like the intro to an 80s rock song. Just like... Do, 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 do. It's just... <laughs> It's like typing, but do it like five words a minute. <laughs> right? It's oh like sewing, but like do it by hand and just go like a loop and then like put that shit down and like go do something else for a little bit and then come back and just do like a second loop. <laughs> right? It's a little like that. It's a little like that. Yeah. Okay. So a slow craft is something that you're basically generally doing by hand and not something that's going to be done like super fast. So embroidery or needlepoint work slow crafts working on paintings generally slow crafts yeah. picking up sewing what's your bob ross that guy could craft. bang out a painting in like 20 minutes flat it's it was crazy insane. he's he... like look at this big bang boom all these clouds and mountains and you're like i'm sorry did i black out what's happening right now yeah how did you do that you rewind it and you're slowing down you're playing youtube at like 0.25 speed yeah and you're like i don't even know what this guy's doing with his hands yeah yeah, and if you want Wizard. more Bob Rossi stuff, this is great for resting and meditating because it is like a meditation watching it. If oh you God, want yeah. more of that energy, go check out Kevin Hill. Uh, again, not affiliated, just a fan. Um, I recently stumbled upon his stuff and I am hooked. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so a slow craft. You can also consider most cooking or baking a slow craft because you're... The idea is you're doing it for joy. You're doing it for fun. Um, and you're not doing it to produce. You're not doing it to produce a meal necessarily. You're yeah. doing it because you Don't enjoy Don't produce units. It. Just enjoy doing some small task with your hands. Like whatever. Solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, do a puzzle. Do a puzzle. Crochet a scarf. Color in a coloring book. Yeah. Another great way to do a meditation, by the way. Yeah. Coloring um, book, slow craft. Yeah. Also, very fun. I still do coloring book all the time. Yes. We have to try really hard not to buy every coloring book we like it in is, the store. It is actually It is problem. an actual I've even problem. bought like small batch like Yeah, small artist, batch artist made coloring like books. Artist made coloring books. Like, yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can also keep your holiday lights up a little bit longer. Like we said at the beginning of this episode, let's push Yule into next year. Why do you got to take that stuff down so quickly? You don't need to. I mean, you can if you want, but why? Yeah. Who doesn't want like beautiful ass twinkly lights in the house? Yeah. The what's time? fun that's happening in January after New Year's? Yeah, me. I am. It's my birthday. 
You're welcome, guys. I say, I say again, what fun is happening? That's true. In January. I don't really do. I don't really do birthdays. I'm, I I don't get it. I do your birthday it's, generally. It's the myriad of human things that I don't understand. Is the fascination with birthdays? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Once you once you, I don't know. Once I got a, once I had enough birthdays, I was like, all right, I'm I'm good. <laughs> like I don't care about aging. That's not an issue. Yeah. So uh, if like, you're if you love like holiday you decor, birthday, you're invited. Keep it up longer. Why not? Keep some of it up. Keep all of it up. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, keep up a keep up a secret Christmas. And everybody's like, "What's that over there?" And you're like, "Shh, no, don't worry about that." Also, maybe Pile keep up some Christmas of your lights. maybe keep up some of your Christmas decorations year round. We literally have a little light up lantern with like a it's like a snow snow globe with a Santa in it that we just leave up all year. He lives in our bathroom. Yeah. 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 Santa, bringer of gifts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Santa, God King of God, the God King of the of the Fae, or possibly some sort of dwarven elves. Yeah, some of my favorite episodes. Those are linked below. Our two Santa episodes. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um, also celebrate and spend time with your chosen loved ones, especially if you're having to spend time with people that you don't chosen. enjoy all the time. Chosen. chosen loved ones. Listen, we all gotta do a family thing. I mean, like, I'm lucky I like hanging out with my family, but like if you don't. Right. Then, like, do whatever minimum responsible adult shit you have to do or whatever the hell that nonsense is. And then go hang out with your friends. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a big deal unless you want to make it a yeah. big deal. But, um, yeah, do you know that. What I highly recommend get some snacks, get the Hallmark channel on or whatever your equivalent of like those. Like we were pumping out 12 movies for a buck 75 a piece. That are like vaguely Christmas themed when you really think about it, right? Big city lady going back to her hometown, getting, you know, getting fallen loved with or whatever the heck. With a man in plaid. Yeah, with a plaid dude. Watch out for him. But like, but like, <laughs> get your friends together, right? And put those movies on with some popcorn and just like Mystery Science 3. Yeah, just have a good 3, time. Those. You're going to have a great time. My goodness, dude talking through these Hallmark movies and trying to like reason out the absolute insane leaps of logic these movies take is amazing. It's so much fun. You're going to have a laugh ride about it. It's going to be enjoyable. Have yeah. some flipping popcorn. Yeah, you're going to make some great memories. And make plans for the year ahead. Like I said before, you've already done your shadow work. <clears throat> make plans for the things that you want to do to help incorporate the shadow side of you into the thing. Um, and if you do do new year's resolutions, um, don't just do ones that sort of put you into this, uh, space where you're not already good enough. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So like go to the gym, bad new year's resolution, get healthier. Good new year's resolution, right? You see, like, there's like yeah. a difference. Even then, you, you want is a little you, problematic. You, you want to, you want to frame yourself. You want to frame your resolutions in such a way as to one, you're not putting yourself down because, like, that's weird. Uh, and then two, that like it's not just achievable goals, but goals that are adaptable in their capacity to be achieved, right? Because, like, if you've ever been to a gym. You know that if you're like a gym person, you know that sometimes you go to a gym and you're like, this is fun. I enjoy this. And sometimes you go to a gym and you're like, this place is ratchet. I'm not coming back here. 
So or it's too much work. So that no more sort gym for me. You or know, like too expensive. If you can't afford to yeah, go to the gym, don't go to the gym. Get a YouTube people, video. Statistically, like eighty-seven percent of people don't achieve their New Year's resolution. And I don't say that to discourage you from making a resolution, but make it something that that makes sense for you. Like rather than saying get healthier or lose weight, I'm gonna do a freestanding backflip within the year. I mean, that's a great. That's a great one. That is a great goal. That's that actually a, a very. That's actually a weirdly achievable. That's a goal. weirdly achievable goal. If you know how to do I've it. I've actually right. seen videos how to do that. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. I mean, instead of doing like get healthier or like lose weight, like set yourself small incremental things that you can easily achieve, but in a way that works for you. So instead of that, do I'm going to eat a salad once a week. Did you say what kind of salad? Uh, no. No. Um, but because guess what potato is? A salad. A salad. Yeah. Guess what fruit can be also? A salad. That's true. Um, can be and, a salad. you know, that is something that is generally going to be more healthy, but that's not I'm, I'm putting you I in a position a cheeseburger where you're not good enough. I have to. We've already talked about cheeseburger salads. So we, we yeah. could do that. We, we want pancake We've already salad. talked about how Listen, good I can make be. pretty much anything a salad if, if you give me enough time. Yeah. I have that power. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you're if you are making plans for the year ahead and why not um, make make fun plans. This is just like crafting a spell like you need to set your intention in the frame of it's the thing that you're already doing and you need to set it positively, not like I will, but like I am. And remember that what you are saying here, what you are speaking into existence is the thing that's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, that's fine. But by saying it in a very particular way where you're structuring it like a spell, it means that if it doesn't happen, you're going to be less disappointed in yourself if it doesn't happen. Yeah. So... That's my challenge to you this Yule season. I would love to hear what you guys think about this. I would love to get your help trying to get this out. Let's keep Yule stuff up longer. This is now a time for celebration, a time for light. The darkest part of the season is over every single day from the moment that we record this until midsummer. The day is going to get longer. And that's a great thing. That's a yeah. thing for celebration. Yeah. Unless you're a vampire, then you're not looking forward to this. Sorry. And. Hit us up. Carrie. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're a vampire. Think about that. Let us know. Think about that, my guys. Think about that. Yeah. So we're going to switch gears a little bit, make this a little bit more upbeat. And we're going to talk about some deities that are particularly associated with snow or ice. So first of all, ancestors. Get at it. Especially those who loved the season, who um, particularly like snow or ice or whatever. Maybe you've got like a fond memory of like your grandparents having bringing ice to the beach so that you could have a cold drink on a hot day at the beach. Whatever. Setting up Christmas decorations. Yeah, setting up decorations. Making, making an especially strong nog. <laughs> yes. Right. When you're like, I want some eggnog and grandma's like, I think it's time. You have a sip and you have a sip and you're like, that is awful and they're yeah. like i know it's awesome right and you're like i don't i don't get adults man and then now as an adult you're like i get it grandma was getting drunk yeah she was, getting through the season. she was getting through the <laughs> season know? yeah yeah so i've compiled a list for you of deities that are particularly associated with ice and snow in winter um you can also do any other deities that are from cold or snowy areas or those associated with winter or snow that i've missed and of course you can always use deities that you particularly enjoy just because you work with a deity that is not associated with snow doesn't mean that you can't do something with them for the yule season 
Yeah, I mean, if a deity's a deity, they're here the whole time. So yeah, exactly. It gets cold sometimes. <laughs> that it does. So, uh, Birchta, a Slavic deity, she is the upholder of cultural taboos. She also brings gifts and abundance. She has a ton of different names throughout a variety of Middle and Eastern European like, countries. Uh, like, she's a cop? Like, she's going to uphold that you're, she's going to be like, you're doing a taboo. You're doing a nope, taboo. She's, or is she just like an absolute party animal and the coolest person on She her? is an absolute party animal and she is doing those taboos. Birch she is does, reminding Birch you just why comes into the house like, I'm here to party. Taboos. And you're like, one, it is three o'clock in the morning and that yeah. is unacceptable. And two, what is that in your hands? And she's like, don't ask questions. Don't call the cops. And you're just like, all right, dog. Yeah. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, she's if any if there is any deity that's gonna like bust in in the middle of the night and be like, I need your help to hide a body, it's Birchta. Nice. Or Perchta or Frau Holle, however you whatever, wherever you're from, there is an equivalent of her there. Um, so there's a bunch of names here, but Birchta or Perchta seems to be the um easiest one to get information about. Um, there's also Boreas, the Greek god of the north wind. There's like from who's the Aurora does? Actually, yes. Aurora Borealis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the Kaliak, the Gaelic goddess of storms, snow, and winter. We have Keridwen, the Welsh goddess of rebirth and transformation. Kioni, the Greek goddess of snow. Despoina, the Greek goddess of winter and frost. Yep. We have the Holly King, which I'm attributing to Wicca here. Um, and he is the god of the dark half of the year. I'm attributing this to Wicca because there's not a lot of information about him pre the Gardnerian Wicca stuff. The Holly King. Um, the yeah. Holly King. So not that he didn't exist, different than the Green Man. Keeping that, keeping that tight there. Um, there's also Jack Frost, the Western... <laughs> Yeah. Personification of winter. Skip that word that's got 47 vowels. Oh boy, yeah. There is an Aztec god of frost and death whose name I cannot pronounce. Itzla Koliqui. Oh my gosh, uh, Itzla I'm so Koliqui. sorry. Yeah, I am so sorry. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Itzla Koliqui, but uh, if you speak Aztec, I guess, um, or know it better than me, please like let us know how to pronounce that appropriately. Give us like a phonetic spelling of that mayhaps because i couldn't find one yeah <laughs> yeah so fantastic um interesting lore associated with that he's a god of frost and death yeah turns into a mountain with his love very cool stuff nice um jack frost the western personification of winter frost snow and the cold yeah also played by martin short yeah well in that one yeah <laughs> also jack frost is generally a bit of a, a bit of a trickster deity in most interpretations, Jack Frost might just be winter version Loki. Oh yeah, Doug. Yeah. He's just he's just he's just Loki in a blue cloak. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's he, that frosty guy's Loki buggery. That guy. Yeah, he's starting some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also Kamon, the Greek god of winter, uh, and Kioni, the Greek goddess of snow. There is you have Kioni on here twice, one with a K and one with a C. Oh, I do. Yep. Look at that. All right. Well, so Kioni, K or C. Same yeah. person. Huh. 
Sometimes the editing, she gets me. Um, <laughs> so I was putting it in like alphabetical order. That's why. And yeah. usually when I put it in alphabetical order, I'm like getting rid of the duplicates and I just, <laughs> apparently that just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, there's also La Bafana uh, from Italy. She rides a broomstick around to give children presents or coal, depending on whether those children done been good or not. Um, next up, we have um, Old Man Winter, the Western personification of winter. Um, and I say Western for both Old Man Winter as well as um, Jack Frost, because like it's kind of like a European and also American thing and like maybe Australian. So I'm just saying Western um, because I don't know that he partic- I don't know that these particularly have a single source point. Um, there's also Santa Claus, of course. Watcher of children and giver of gifts. Uh, yeah, I don't know about watcher of children. That sounds threatening. I, I had um, to do it. I had yeah, to do it. That's fair. Uh, we talk, you know, if you haven't already listened to them, and if you haven't listened to them this year, maybe listen to them again. There is our episode about our pub so chat episode. What la- even is Santa Claus? Last year's pub chat episode is basically what even is Santa Claus? Is Santa an egregore? Uh, and we go into details about that. And then this year's pub chat is what's is a meta analysis of God King Santa Claus, his power set, who and what he is. And we also dive into his um, his uh, three body problem. His, yeah. his, his, his triple god abilities. Yeah, his, tri- his triple god as powers. Written if you're especially by, uh, an asshole in business. Yeah, his triple god powers uh, as written by a Victorian man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so those are fun. Also, those are like 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 all pub chats. Not planned. We don't have plans. Um, those are just like us raw trying to interpret stuff based on what we can remember. So those are, those are definitely going to be fun ones to interact with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next up we have Scotty, the, uh, a Norse deity. She is a Jotun woman who excels at hunting and skiing. And she is also wife of Njord, who is the sea god. She picked him because he's got especially nice calves. I dig it. Nice. I get it. Um, And then there is also the snow or ice maiden. This is actually a figure from many cultures throughout the world. Basically anywhere there's snow, you'll find a variation of this. Um, Typically a female figure, not generally a male figure, although every once in a while you get one of those. Um, And this is a sometimes deadly woman made of snow that melts when winter is over. Um, In some cultures and in some stories within the cultures, there are... um, snow maidens who are deadly you know they're trying to get you to go further into the snow a little bit like a wendigo um and in some of them they come around to help you out do you a solid and then melt when winter is over sometimes they fall in love with someone um it's a very frosty the snowman kind of situation yeah speaking of frosty snowman because that's the end of the list you have two things that you are missing from this one frosty the snowman or more specifically all snow people regardless of uh relationship to frost and gender uh and that's because sometimes protection sort of a thing right in the like stories where like uh the snowmen are used like um a kid who's sensitive to the shadow zone is like (laughs) building a bunch of snowmen in the front yard. And the parents are like, why do you keep doing that? And he's like to keep the shadows out. And the parents are like, that's totally normal. We're going to ignore it and knock them down. Demon stuff happens. So snowmen can be used as protectors. 
And then you also have the snowmen who, like, you didn't build any snowmen. And then you wake up the next morning, and all of a sudden there's a bunch of snowmen in your front yard. Arguably one of the most terrifying things I could possibly imagine waking up to. Um, and so now your house is being invaded by snow people. Deal with that shit. We then- actually, like, basically wrote a three-part like movie or novel series like we mind mapped this whole thing out about like deadly snowmen becoming sentient yeah yeah well you fear the snow and um then the other thing that you missed is krampus yeah uh shadow santa or better santa (laughs) because regular santa he's like i'm gonna give you a gift or you're going to get coal, which is also a gift, but it's just like a gift that you, it's not useful to you because you're a yeah, child and Yeah, but Krampus, either but he Krampus takes you is like, in I'm going to give you a gold coin or I'm going to beat you with this stick because you're being a little asshole. Yeah. And I am very pro Krampus. Also, you don't like Krampus in your fucking house. You do that shit outside. That is an outdoor oh, transaction yeah, that is an with that guy. You do not bring yeah. that motherfucker into your house. Uh, Krampus, like a cop, don't let him in. Yeah, you don't want him <laughs> stalking your house. He needs a warrant to come into your house. <laughs> well i'll have to add those onto the list so that they yeah, are we'll part put, of we'll, the we'll put those on patreon the book of shadows yeah yeah so that's ice and snow magic i hope y'all enjoyed that i hope you got something out of it and i hope you have some new cool ideas for yep. snow and ice elemental magic and i uh hope that you're able to take some of these ideas about how we can bring the you how we can Level up the Yuletide season. Yeah, shift the Yuletide season away from this September Christmas absolute nonsense horseshit into the way that it should be, which is just, like it just goes into during like, winter, like during winter, during winter, during the cold part. Yeah, during the yeah. cold part. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, I don't want to see a Santa hat while it's still 95 degrees outside. That is an abomination. Unless you're in a place that's always 95 degrees, no. Oh, well, that shit's different, yeah. Or, like, in the Southern Hemisphere, where December is summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, if you're doing, like, like uh, in Australia... That case, keep Yule summery. <laughs> yeah, keep Yule summery. Don't bring that shit into the winter, you know? So, yeah. like, you get the point. Uh, But, yeah, totally, 100%, man. Yeah. All right, what's next? What's charge. next? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're always we in charge. You're the You're the notes and organization and stuff yeah i'm just here for this man there's like there's like headers and stuff i know i'm not listen i don't read these (laughs) totally incapable of reading (laughs) everything i do purely by guessing so good so next we talk about how we celebrate ah yeah so for the what we've been <laughs> doing means. sort of changes a little bit every year as totally. as 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 things are wont to do and we have sort of started but purely on accident this thing where we don't end up decorating and getting ready to celebrate Yule up until like right about the solstice. We just actually got our decorations up earlier this week. And that allows us a lot of interesting things. It allows us time to like decide how we want our decorations and to like get excited about putting decorations up and be like, oh man, we haven't put up decorations. Well, and we don't, we don't rush to get the decorations up. I mean, we make sure that we have like the time to like, okay, like we're going to put up the decorations and you know, like do this, like, oh, we're going to put up the decorations Saturday, Sunday. Okay, cool. So we're going to like, make sure we have like snacks and we're going to like put on Christmas movies. I ferociously love Christmas. I love Christmas decorations and I love Christmas movies. Like the dumber a Christmas movie, the better. And like, obviously I love the classics, 
right? Elf, yeah. absolute banger. All of those claymation ones, absolute yeah. bangers, right? Um, my favorite Christmas movie of all time is A White Christmas. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. I have that album on vinyl and on CD, and I own it like I paid for it on myself. Yeah. Um, I love that album. It's the best. Uh, but, um, so like we make like a, a whole bloody thing of it. It's not like a rush. It's not stressful. I know that a lot of people make decorating for Christmas, like a stressful event. And, uh, the benefit of waiting and not trying to rush to get it up is that we've already talked through all of the, like, where are we going to put tiny town? Well, it's going to go where this yeah. is now. Or like, what are we going to do about like for us, our house is quite small. And um, so we don't have place for like a whole ass tree. So every year, so we every end year up trying we to figure, figure out, out a new something tree new. Situation. This year we used a wreath instead of a tree, which Absolutely worked out an amazing. amazing. And we got the wreath from our local CSA box uh, yeah. guy, and it's like this and it's like enormous, out of like naturally beautiful, like, locally like local sourced source material. Stuff. Oh, it's amazing. so cool, dude! It's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. It's but so also, nice. this gives us the opportunity to like. Um, do we want to, so like a thing that I used to do a lot when I was younger was we would get, um, we would do a themed Christmas. So like this year, specifically at like this year at the house, we got, we were at the store and we saw that they had, um, like red and black and white and silver ornaments. Yeah. So we were kind of going for this like Halloweeny vampire-y Christmas vibe. Our original target goal for like Halloween themed Christmas we a hundred percent shot past, yeah, uh, and did not accomplish. Did not accomplish anything. But that was what we have is like really, really nice. Yeah, it's so you cool. know, it's like quite luxe. <laughs> it's for very doing luxe. That. Yeah, uh, and also uh, we have a tradition of because I love tiny towns, uh, and we have three different scales of tiny town. We yes. have regular tiny town. Uh, Which you can get like at any of the stores during Christmas time. Yeah, and, and in fact, a the lot of the big, Max size. A, a, lo a lot of the big box stores will do like themed stuff. Yeah, right. So like Home Depot always sells like a like a Christmas tiny town Home Depot shopping center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is absurd. Walmart does too. Walmart yeah. does too. I imagine Target does. Yeah, like all of them so do it. Every year we get a new tiny like, town, tiny town piece. piece. We get a new building, and then we get a new figure, and then we get a new like accoutrement, accoutrement. a bench. One year it was a mold wine cart. Yeah, a well. Yeah. We've got a well. Well, yeah. We've got like some girls sitting on a fence or whatever the heck. We got that like is. a lady walking some dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know. So like a popcorn yeah, vendor. Yeah, the popcorn vendor, I had to have it. You got mold yeah. wine, you got to have popcorn too. Yeah, that totally makes sense. We even have a fountain <laughs> that like actually fountains water, uh, except it is insanely loud. And also- It's also messy. It's also like kind of messy. So we stopped putting water in it. I like- had to pseudo fix one of the lion's heads, like was just slightly mouse shaped on the fountain. So it just kind of like splattered the water everywhere. Yeah. So I had to like, I just like plugged that with some hot glue and like a- um, A plastic toothpick. Like a plastic toothpick, yeah. like the kind that you would put into the top of like an amuse-bouche or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that helped for like a season. And then this season we're like, we're not even gonna put fucking water in that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's really nice even without water. It oh, is nice with water, water, but yeah. it needs to be in a place where it's not gonna ruin things. Yeah, it's not gonna like splatter uh, on the Because we have had it like 
soak some some stuff. Yeah. And then we also have like a smaller tiny town size. That one typically lives in the kitchen. Yep. Um, and then we have like a mushroom. That's the only one. There's like a candy theme. We have like a candy theme thing. And that's in the, in the bathroom. this year. And then we have ultra tiny town, which is uh, we're actually painting for uh, tiny Halloween town. And I'm in the process of painting those, which is why they're still out. Cause I'm yeah. having to hand repaint. And they'll probably every live building. out every year. They're probably yeah. going to be out forever because it's going to be a continuously also, increasing environment. The, the and lighthouses. There's so many lighthouses. We now have like seven lighthouses yeah. in this. So, and that's I'm not, looking I don't know what this four is. Four right now. Yeah. Four uh, in my eyeline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we just found another one today. Yeah. We just bought one today. It's like really nice. We're run- We're not, I wouldn't say we're not anti-lighthouse people for obvious reasons, but like we're not what you would consider lighthouse people. Like when we uh, see a lighthouse, it's like, oh, I... that's a lighthouse. We're not like we have to go and travel and visit this lighthouse. Yeah. Right. Um, we just keep finding tiny it's lighthouses. Just, it's just that in this particular scale of tiny town, which is like super ultra tiny town. Yeah. Like the, like the. The doors are like. Like gift shop tiny town. Yeah. Like you went to a historical place. They got a gift shop. You can buy a tiny sculpture of the building that you visited. That yeah. kind of tiny like town. Like our tallest lighthouse in this tiny town uh is the is like as tall as a can of soda yeah like a 12 ounce can of soda so this is like super duper ultra tiny town um and it's just like a lot of lighthouses and we have like some adobo like (laughs) some adobe buildings adobo is a food adobe adobe buildings (laughs) like some like weird desert stuff also uh it's all over the place um but it's such a great scale and every once in a while we find something new in this scale and we're just like why what is this for we go to we go to a lot of thrift stores yeah we like thrifting and um we find them at thrift stores so it's pretty fun um so you know we have a tiny town and several several and um we don't have a large house so it's difficult for us to find a place for all of these things and not having a tree this year is really like help that out and i know to some people that might be like oh my gosh how did you not have a tree hi we live in a forest they're all outside yeah And we do have like a 26 inch diameter wreath made out of locally sourced material. And we do have a synth tree that's got those fiber optics in it. And that thing is fucking rad. Yeah. So. And in the future, we'll probably have an outside tree. uh, We also just bought a weeping willow light up tree and a cherry blossom, cherry blossom light up tree tree that are going to be outside stuff. So So we're going to mostly do trees outside. Because again, we don't really have space in here for like a like a super huge yeah. tree. Yeah. Um, and, and then obviously we have like the redwoods that we yeah. live And unfortunately, with. most of the redwoods that are like real close around the house area are not small enough for us to oh be able to actually decorate with like ornaments and stuff. You would need the hugest extension ladder to get up to these trees. Yeah. It would be terrifying and I'm not going to do that. No, no. We're, but we're if somebody wants to develop some sort of drone based Christmas light deployment system. Done. I'm here for that. Done. Very here for that. But like, I'm yeah. not going up there at yeah. all. Yeah. So team. decorating is like a large part of the things that we do. For us, for it's this. mostly decorating and then the food part and yeah. we have like and the five movies. times discussed yeah. what we're gonna do for christmas dinner and we've like finally nailed that down but like this whole week we've been having these like big like you just made seafood chowder yeah 
Um, so we've been having like big and I just made sort of like meals. cinnamon rolls. Yeah, we just made like really nice like cardamom cinnamon rolls, which yeah. are dope. Um, and then yeah, another part for us is like it's not as like only watch Christmas stuff as we are with like Halloween and Samhain, where we like only watch horror. Uh, but we watch a lot of these like Christmas movies, both the like classic traditional ones and this like new mass market, like I'm a big city lady and I have to go back to my hometown. And this dude who's lived here is who's like who like hasn't left this place is fall in love with. And yeah. Now, now we're opening up a bakery or whatever. Or a coffee shop. Or, or a coffee shop. Or saving I got, his dad's Or I gotta Christmas save the farmer. Farm. That one movie yeah. called A Christmas in California that is clearly written by people who don't know what California is. Yeah, we had a fun. They're time like with it's that six one. days and it's six days until Christmas in the wine country. Yeah, that grass is real fucking dry, man. I don't know where you are, but you're not in the wine country because it's because we're in the wine country <laughs> and it done been wet for two months, my dude. Yeah, so yeah. that grass is fake ass news. Yeah, it's like half brown, half green. Yeah, you don't know about that s- that Southern California wine country. What that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that was. Um, it's definitely not. We we saw we saw the location. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for us, it's like a lot of decorating. And, um, you know, we do leave these decorations up like super late. But part of that is because we also get them up late. Right. So yeah. we get them up late. We want to enjoy them for longer. Uh, and and like it's so festive, we leave dog, them up Who late. wants to take all these decorations down? Right? What do you want to live in like a boring ass house? That's that the house sound fun. really feels very naked when we don't have all of this stuff up. Yeah. Part of the reason we why generally we... take it down when take decorations down for any decorative holiday when it's time to put up the next holiday's decorations. Yes. Right. That is it. Yeah. And, and the reason why is because then the house is always decorated. It always feels festive. It's always fun. And like, frankly, we kind of got to rotate stuff around between storage and like occupying the minimal amount of flat surface that we have in this house. Yeah, we do. But also part of the reason why we put this stuff up sort of like late is because where we live, it's still fall. Like there's still, there are still right now, like leaves on the trees that are turning colors. Yeah. And like falling and like falling. Yeah. Uh, You know, we're at the end of fall now where so, you know, it feels more right. But like it doesn't feel right to put up these decorations. Yeah, it's like, not it's not like dead early. of winter snowing like it is in like some other places. Yeah. Like, yeah. Further north of us or like like uh, back east. Or yeah. Anything like yeah. that. So that's part of the so, reason why we do yeah. that. But we also leave them up for like a pretty long amount of time. And um, we we don't prioritize gift giving so we do give gifts um to 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 people yeah <laughs> you know, we do give friends gifts, and gifts family to people and friends stuff. and family yeah, it whatever. sounded like she was just lying um, right there i don't know i was she said just it that like way. this feels like a really awkward way to say the sentence um it, it was it was so, i yeah. hope good, you enjoyed good, that good job you nailed as, it bro as much as i hated it so um like you know we do give gifts but we don't prioritize big gift giving um in our in our families uh and i think it really helps a lot with the season yeah um i recently saw I feel this like it shouldn't be christmas shouldn't be about the stuff my yeah. guy like it should be about like hanging out and shit honestly the better part of christmas is the stocking because that's where all the candy and shit is yeah we always had nuts and an orange yeah everybody gotta have ours. an orange gotta gotta fill that toe of the stocking somehow yeah it's an orange yeah yeah so when you get hot wheels everybody loves hot wheels man earrings earrings yeah yeah clearly different people here 
You're like jewelry, and I'm like tiny toys. <laughs> well, also tiny yeah. toys. You get those. Um, you get that like Lego smack pack. You know, yeah. it's got like six Legos in it, and a yeah. dude, and you're just like, don't even talk to me. I'm playing with this. Yeah, yeah. Slam yeah. cut. To well, three we had hours a conversation later. with um twelve with your rolls. sister earlier this year, <laughs> or no, not with your sister, with her, with her with her brother in law earlier this year, and we were like, do you want to do gifts? And we were like, please, for the love of God, no gifts. We don't want to deal with gifts because I feel like gift giving, giving is, gift so giving is like unnecessary, a lot work. of work. And I'm not saying don't do gift giving. Obviously, do gift giving. Yeah. But um, I saw a meme that it's too late to do this this year, but we may do this next year. So tune in for you all one Oh five. Where instead of buying a gift for a person, everybody like you get together to do your holiday thing and everybody has bought themselves a gift. That means you don't have to worry about the price associated with it because it's whatever it is that fits into your budget for yeah. you. You're only buying one gift and that's for you. You know you're going to love it and you wrap it just like it is and you open that in front of your friends or fa- and or family and you get to be excited because you bought this thing for yourself. You know you're going to love it, it and they get deranged. to be excited for you. Yeah, that feels a little deranged. And you get I to now it. tell them why you're excited I, about this I thing. It. I mean, you know, the, the, my thing with gift giving in in general i mean like obviously this does not pertain to like santa people so like children certainly yes right like buy kids gifts that's dope they love that stuff um give them a project gift though i'm a big fan of oh, like yeah. of like a symbol gift all about you know, those project legos. gifts Th- this is why i'm such a big like lego person is because legos are like the gift that keeps on giving right yeah it's the, it's the jelly of the month club of gifts <laughs> <laughs> to quote a particular cousin. Um, but uh, like, I don't generally like the way that like dad and I've talked about this before, where it's just like, like I get like I buy myself the stuff that I want. I'm not like waiting to get it as a gift. Well, and we know like, if a I want lot a thing, of people I, like, like I'm going to get it at like a good time of year when it's on sale, when I've done the research and stuff like that, you know? So it's like, like, the idea, like the the sort of Hollywood, like I brought you a car and you like run outside. And there's like a big fucking bow on In a car. This or economy? I mean, like let's pretend that Whoop! let's pretend that it's not an Whoop! egregious affront of money, and we don't live in a financial apocalypse. But like, like that idea to me is more stressful as a receiver than just being like, hey, why don't we just go together and get a car? Because like I'm gonna do research. I'm a research person, right? I'm going to spend a long time. I spent a long time getting to the place where I was comfortable to buy the laptop that I needed to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like a long time. Yeah. You know, to get there. So like, I'm definitely that kind of a person. Uh, But also, so something my family did when I was a kid was we kind of all had like fan categories. Right? So like we know that like you know it, it would it would be like we know that he's into Godzilla and we know that he's into Batman and we know that she's into you know whatever Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles or or whatever you know or like whatever so like when you kind of get those like those like fan yeah. super categories then, then you it's get a little somebody bit easier the gift of the category yeah then it's a little bit yeah. easier to kind of like fall into that space yeah and also and like. I feel insane saying this, but I know this is a thing that sometimes people need to hear. Um, When you receive a gift, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And by that, what I mean is 
Don't be a jackass when you receive a gift. Like I saw a thing about this on TikTok the other day where somebody was like, somebody was just like, uh, like, oh, last Christmas I got this thing and I didn't like it. So now I don't want to have to deal with this Christmas thing this year. And I'm like, dude, you got free stuff. This is also another reason to That's do so buying crazy a gift for yourself. That you got instead. free stuff and you were like an ass to your mom or whatever. Yeah. That's like the most insane energy to me. Yeah. But like, don't do that. For obvious reasons. Appreciate stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but like, yeah, totally. And like, like if you're going to do like a friends miss or what have you, it doesn't have to be like gifts or secret Santas or whatever. One, uh, if you really want to have a fun game about it, do $5 white elephant, oh, not yeah. $20 white elephant, $5 white elephant, because that $5 white elephant is absolute derangement. Yeah. You guys are going to be playing a game of insanity. It is going to be an absolute blast. And or, you know, what's an even better friends miss is uh, whoever's the host is cooking the like main course and everybody else is bringing all the other food, the sides and all that kind of stuff. Bring your favorite side, whatever the fuck. And we're all having a big get together feast. Yeah. Because food, that's a gift that gives forever. That is a gift that gives. Gift well, maybe of, not forever. That's the gift of life. <laughs> so. What about that? Something about Jesus, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're going to end it with gift of life, everybody. That's we're going to end that. Speaking of gift of life, shout out to our patrons. Oh, no. I, that, listen, that transition absolutely makes sense if you don't, if you squint just a little bit. Um, shout out to our patrons, uh, Alan, Miranda, Summer, Helena, Alexa, and Panda. You guys are awesome. Uh, we're looking at getting two mics the, soon. Yeah. Now that I've finally done Thanks to four y'all. months of microphone research. Yeah. Dude. It's a microphone? Why is it so difficult? Why is everything so complicated? Um, so, yay, maybe we're going to have more mics. Maybe maybe the sounds will be more balanced. Maybe I'll just be louder at this point in time. Who knows? I won't know until I'm in the editing studio. Uh, cutting stuff, leaving it on the floor, or whatever that is. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for being awesome. Uh, happy Yule. Uh, happy solstice, Merry Christmas, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, if you would like, you can join our Patreon. It's in the links below or like the side description on regular podcasts, whatever. Uh, and we'll have uh, we'll have more podcasts to come. We're excited for 2024. And these 104s, they are a different thing. We had a bit of a conversation to get to where we are with what we want to do for these 104s because we were we were of several minds. Yeah. Of a cacophony of minds about what to do for the 104s. And um, so that's that's very, very interesting. Yeah. As well as since we are towards the end of the year, if there's anything you would like us to talk about in the coming year, let us know and we'll put it on the list. Or she will put it on the list. I will put it on uh, the list. She is the adult with a list. Yeah. I show up every other week and just come up with a topic. Sometimes literally after I press record. Yes. I'm like, press record. What are we going to talk about? Got it. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm the disorganized one. It's fine. <laughs> I know my place. Uh, anywho, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good winter and, uh, you know, fill it with holiday cheer and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Ring bells. Sing 
sing Christmas songs. I know everybody talks shit about Christmas music. They're wrong. But everybody all definitely wrong. has a Christmas favorite Christmas music is Carol. the best. Only at the time that it's supposed to show up. You sing Jingle Bells in fucking June. I'm going to have no. words with you. Right? Uh, but if it's December, it's bloody the 21st right now. Let's listen to some Christmas. We have only been listening to Christmas music while we drive. I have been humming Christmas music endlessly for the last week. Um, I love Christmas music. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and like, look up your favorite bands. Sometimes they have Christmas albums. We listened yeah. to a Bare Naked Ladies Christmas album today, and it was awesome. It was better than you would expect. It was yes. so, so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Either way, I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. And we will catch you guys next time. Stay magical, folks. Yeah. And don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. <laughs> <laughs>